we've got a great show lined up for you today. It might even happen today. I'm not I'm not sure. We have a great show lined up, and today might be the day we unveil it. Not guaranteeing that. No, obviously. of course not. Uh, our spotlight is uh, American Finance. American Finance, if you're thinking about refinancing right now, now is the time. According to new data, uh, more than half a million homeowners could lower their mortgage rates if you just refi. Uh, and lower your mortgage rates and save yourself a buttload of money. If you refi and you put in your uh, uh, credit card debt, if you have high, high interest credit cards, you could lower that by $1,000. Get started right now with a free mortgage pre-qualification from the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing. They have an A-plus rating with a BBB, over 2,500 Google reviews. Check them out for yourself. Do your own homework. It's AmericanFinancing.net. I trust these guys. I recommend you look into them. AmericanFinancing.net or call 800-906-2440. All right. A great show begins in about one second. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I'm going to explain to the media the difference between news and opinion and how news is driven by facts. And so is opinion. Although the media believes that opinion should drive the facts. And we'll take it down from there. I'll try to speak slowly for all of those in the media. You'll catch on pretty quickly. But after all, we're all in this together as a collective. So sometimes we have to slow the show down just a bit for the dummies in the class. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Strangely, I feel really great today, and it could be because uh, everybody has been discredited in the media, or it could be relief factor. Not really sure. Not really sure. Could go either way. That, I know. That's, uh, you're, that's good for you. Yeah, it uh, is. Though there are other solutions than relief factor. I mean, you could go with, I mean, dry needling. What is that? Dry needling? What is dry needling? Well, what you, what you do is you take a bunch of small needles, and they get injected into you, Oh, and then that makes the pain go away. This is a real thing? This is a real thing, yeah. Uh, I, you know what it sounds like to me? Uh, you know, my leg really hurts. Really? Because I could punch you in the face right. and you'd stop thinking about your leg. Is that is that what dry needling does? Yeah, that, that used to be a, a, an acceptable solution. <laughs> yeah, right. No longer, no longer. Yeah, now you could try Relief Factor. 100% natural, drug-free. It reduces the inflammation in your body. You're going to love it. If you're in pain, please try it. it I did uh, over a year ago. I still take it three times a day. It will change your life. It really will. Reduce your pain. Get back to doing the things you want to do. Three-week quick start, only nineteen ninety-five. If you're in pain, what do you have to lose? If it doesn't work, you're out 20 bucks. If it does, you get your life back with Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com or call 800-583-84. 800-583-84. ReliefFactor.com. All right, 
So let's let's remind ourselves where this all really began. This this whole collusion thing began where? With Hillary Clinton losing the election. All right. She was the biggest pile of dog crap uh, candidate we've ever seen in America. There's never been a worse candidate. At le- and I'm pretty good with history. I can't think of a worse candidate from one of the two parties. Can you? Have we ever run a Klan member? Well, Woodrow Wilson. Woodrow Wilson. He, he wasn't a Klan member officially, but he was pretty close. Hillary Clinton was awful. Absolutely awful. And Donald Trump beat her. Now, that's something that nobody wants. I mean, if you put, put yourself in Hillary Clinton's shoes and you're just awful, not because of corruption and crimes and everything else that you've done, but because you're just not qualified to be the president. OK, and you're beaten by Donald Trump. That's not something that you take and go, OK, well, I didn't have any experience and he didn't have any experience and his tie is too long. And I mean, how did that, how did I lose that guy? You have to justify it somehow, I guess. And so that's what Hillary Clinton had to do. She had to come up with something. And here is where it all started. Hillary Clinton, cut one, please. The Russians, in my opinion, and based on the intel and counter intel people I've talked to, could not have known how best to weaponize that information no. unless they had been guided. And here's a, here's guided by Americans. Guided by Americans and uh-huh. guided by people who had, you know, polling and data so who information. Is that? You're I, leaning Trump. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Trump. I think. Right. I think so it's hang on. Just say it. So her case was that Donald Trump, they wouldn't have known who to hack, what to hack, how to use this without Donald Trump. Now, I know Donald Trump knows how to use Twitter, but I'm guessing that's as far as it goes. I can't imagine Donald Trump even trying to use Snapchat. I don't I think he I, I don't know how to I don't think he, he just knows how to use that. OK, Instagram may throw him for a loop. Uh, but to think that Donald Trump was the guy that had access to all this polling and data and knew exactly he was guiding. This is not collusion. She's saying he guided the Russians on how to do this. All right. Here's what you do. Don't forget the colon. The colon is very important. Teaching them what? How to write the code? How to be able to hack in? How to be able to read polls? How to um, uh, use what you've just done? This is a whole different level. Right. If you're going to commit a crime by trying to guide the Russians to hack the Democratic National Committee, why not just hack the Democratic National (laughs) Committee? And you're already there. Right. You're 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 (laughs) guiding them? (laughs) This is incredible. Okay, so that's where we started. And immediately, immediately, everybody jumps on the bandwagon. Why? Because they cannot accept that Donald Trump won. Period. That's a fact in their head. Donald Trump cannot be the president legitimately because I don't know anyone who voted for him. That goes to, um, for every Republican. I mean, George Bush couldn't have eaten yes. Al Gore. John Kerry even had a conspiracy theory about how that was illegitimate. I can't remember the last time a, le- a Republican was supposedly legitimately elected. So I'm going to slow the show down here a little bit. 
Okay, because right now, right now, members of the media must be going, I don't know. He said it was the Glenn Beck program. Am I listening to a program? Uh, is he on stage? They're, <laughs> they're lost. So I'm going to slow it down just a little bit and try to explain the difference between opinion and news. News is not about opinion. News is not about moving the American people one way or another. News is what happened today. Now, it can also be about what is happening. But news is never about what may happen. That's not news. That's speculation. Now, there's a difference between speculation and opinion opinion is based on facts speculation can be anything speculation could be you know what you know what you know you know who's on that grassy knoll yeah it was rafael cruz we know that but donald trump was the one that got rafael cruz drunk that's why he never hit the president he never hit him. We got to go down there, and I'll bet you right now, I speculate right now that there's a bullet that we can carve out of one of those trees in the grassy knoll. That's wild speculation. Opinion is formed with its basis in fact. It's a theory. And theories are unproven. Facts are not facts are facts remember everybody was saying at the beginning of the trump he just doesn't understand facts oh he's got a different set of facts you want a different set of facts media uh heal thy own self first because you've been operating for two years on a completely different set of facts we just heard those facts from hillary clinton and you gobbled it up because your opinion drives facts. Opinion is supposed to be driven by facts. Facts first, then opinion. You have an opinion. He can't be the president. And so then you go out and you look for little pieces of facts that will. Yes, if I put it that way and I put this word over here and that word over here and then this sentence from that person underneath. Ha ha ha. I've got it. He's actually Dr. Frankenstein. He's an evil scientist, and he has taken over the world. Bring out the monster! That's not the way it works. Now, when you're in opinion media, and I know this because I have always said, in fact, I remember when I was at CNN arguing with the publisher of the San Francisco Chronicle, who called me a journalist, and I had him on the show, and I said, I'm not a journalist. I am an opinion guy. He said, well, there's no difference. You are a journalist. No, I'm not. Here's the difference. I have opinions on what has happened. I also then have opinions based on fact on what could happen. Now, that's really going out. That's really going out. 
But my opinions are not based on what I want. In fact, many times the opinions are things I do not want to happen. Things that I warn people about. And I always say, I hope I'm wrong about this. And here's the thing. When you're, when you're doing opinion, you have to be willing to be wrong. It requires you to understand that your opinion is not a fact. No matter how hard you work, your opinion will never be a fact. No matter how many times it's been laundered through this news service or that news service, it still remains your opinion. And you must always remain willing to be wrong. In fact, you should be hopeful that you're wrong. I cannot believe that I live in an America that just had the FBI say your president is not a foreign agent. And half the country went, oh, crap. No, he's got to be a foreign agent. They, you want him to be a foreign agent? Think, put this into perspective, please. Tell me one thing that could have been worse than a president being a foreign agent for Vladimir Putin. Can you think of anything? Oh, crap. Are you sure? Go back and look again. There's got to be. You know what? I don't even believe any of those facts. Yes, they spent. They have 40 FBI agents, 40 FBI agents. They spent two years, millions of dollars. But come on. He's got to be a spy, right? He's got to be a foreign agent. Come on. We all know he wants to destroy America. Even if it's not true, let's just say he's destroying America because our opinion has now become fact. I'm going to speak even a little slower for the people like Brian Stelter at CNN who really don't understand this. And let me just I don't want to single him out. Because I think he's a dumpy little bald guy who is an absolute moron. I don't want to get personal like that. I want to base it on facts. Cut six, please. Brian Stelter. There is a big difference. There is a big difference between news and opinion. And I realize it can be hard to tune out all the noise and just Mm. tune into the news these days. Talk down to me. But if I had to pick speculation or solid reporting... I would pick solid reporting in a second. I bet you would, too. Is the best feeling in journalism. It's the greatest value add. That's what hundreds of journalists have been doing, trying to solve pieces of this Trump-Russia puzzle. (sighs) But here's the thing. Speculation actually has value, too. It helps open our eyes, helps open our minds to what's possible. It helps open our minds and our eyes. Really, Brian? Do you really think the journalists around you have an open mind to Donald Trump? Because you're proving that all to be bullcrap right now with the responses on the news channels. So I'll I'll try to use How do I how do I even explain this? I was going to say single syllable words, but syllable has two syllables in it. So 
going to be shocked to hear it has three. Shut up. <laughs> How am I going to do that? How am I going to do that? When we come back, try to figure out, are you sure it's three? 23 and me right now, 23 and me has great predisposition reports that can help you plan for your future. You know, do you know if you're likely to develop type two diabetes? By my eating habits, yes. I'm going to go with guess. <laughs> That's the only guess. way I know. That's yeah. the only way. Yeah. <laughs> you can be predisposed uh, to this. Age-related macular de- degeneration. My brother is dealing with this right now. Remember when they said they might have to get a needle in my oh, eye? Oh, yeah. Ah, yes, okay? yes. I remember that. He's getting that done now all the time. All the time? Like it was every month or every six months, and now I think it's every like three or four weeks. It's like not good he had it done twice and now it's still going down so he has to have it done i think every month it's awful stick a needle in your eye ah. no that's what, your, that's what your mom said not not to do you know don't 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 you could poke an eye out with that anyway uh celiac disease the 23 and me can actually um uh help you especially with your children you'll know what you're passing on you know what you uh possibly uh have or what you're predisposed to get and it can help you change your life in a healthy way go and please try 23andme go to 23andme.com/beck uh, 23 the number 23andme.com/beck get your your little tube that all you have to do is spin in it uh, and send in your test, and you'll get the results, or you'll receive a personalized online report in just a couple of weeks, and it is so well worth it. It's 23andme.com slash Beck. Do it now, 23andme.com slash Beck. We break for 10 seconds, station ID. Then I'll talk to slow, slower for people like Brian. Okay, so here's the difference between fact and opinion. Now, anybody who wants to do opinion, which apparently is everybody in the news media now, what, what happened, honestly, is when I was at Fox, we really kind of changed the news. And, and the 24-hour cycle started it. But when, when I got to Fox... You know, when was the last time anybody was on the front page of uh, Time magazine as a pundit? They usually it didn't happen, really. Um, and we made such an impact and they saw that. And all the journalists were like, I'm not a star. I'm just a newsreader. I'm just a journalist. They decided they wanted some of that because, wait, we can influence people one way or another. Yes, but you're a journalist. And so that's different than what I was doing. And you need to know the difference. First of all, you have to be willing to be wrong. How many journalists are willing to be wrong? Apparently very few because I'm not seeing any of them going, wow, I got this wrong and I totally accept this. They're all making excuses. All of them. Here, let me give you an example. When Donald Trump was running, I'm an opinion guy, but I base my opinions on facts. And so when I saw the people that he was putting around him, 
And if you remember, not his family. I was concerned about Ivanka or Ivana because Ivanka, Ivanka mm-hmm. because uh, she she is very, very progressive. And I knew she was into global warming and I thought she would influence. But other than that, the children, I thought he and I said over time, you know, the thing that makes doesn't make sense is his children adore him. So I don't understand how to put these two pictures together. Because look who he's hanging out with. And we named all of them. And those are all the people that went to jail. Those were all the people that were doing really bad stuff. They're all gone now. So there were two reasons for me on Donald Trump. One, he surrounded himself with the worst people. That's over. Two, he had no record of doing any of these things. And that's why I said, even with as vile as I was on Donald Trump, It's because I really believed he would never do it. But all the way through, I said, I will be the first. And I will apologize. I'm not going to have to. But I will apologize. And I'll be the first to be happy if I'm wrong. Does anybody remember that? Now, the media is saying I flip-flopped. People who say, oh, Glenn Beck, he's just doing it because of his failing empire. Have you seen my empire lately? (laughs) Have you seen it? We're only behind Fox now. Stop it. (laughs) Only doing it. No. I've been saying these things since he started doing the things. I call balls and strikes and I'm willing to be wrong. In fact, I usually am excited I'm wrong because the things that I speculate on are really usually pretty bad. Not as bad as your president being a Russian spy. That one I'd be celebrating for no end if I found out our president wasn't a spy trying to destroy the republic. And I really believed it. I can't think of a thing that you'd be more happy about. That's like, I really believe my child has cancer. No, we did all the tests. We spent two years testing him. No cancer in the body. I don't believe you. He's got (laughs) to have cancer. (laughs) What are you talking about? So here's the thing. You have to be happy when you're wrong. Be willing to be wrong. And then... Then you can start putting things together, and I'll show how that works. Coming up, Pat Gray also joins us next. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Some new data from 2018 shows property crime continues to frustrate Americans. I mean, why? Okay, so somebody's coming into your house and taking your stuff. Somebody's coming into your house when you're gone. And, uh, you know, they're vandalizing and messing up your house and taking stuff. Three out of four homes in the U.S. will be broken into. Three out of four in the next 20 years. Renters are more vulnerable to property crime than homeowners. I mean, what could be frustrating about any of that? Besides the fact that police usually only clear about 13% of all burglaries due to lack of evidence. So what could possibly go wrong? May I suggest you get simply safe. Simply Safe committed 100% committed to helping you fear less at home, keeping yourself and your stuff safe. They protect your home 24/7 and you know what? They protect your home just by having a home security system. Most burglars, they'll see it and they'll move to the next house. 
Just with a few clicks, you will see how good it feels to fear less. Go to simplysafebeck.com. Get 10% off right now at simplysafebeck.com. The movie Unplanned comes out this Friday night. Glenn's going to be in Utah for some of the showings. Jordan Commons and Thanksgiving's Point. Uh, buy tickets at megaplextheaters.com. Friday. There. All right, I need to go to Joy Reid. Cut five, please. Here's Joy Reid from MSNBC. The, the fact that, th- that this investigation takes place within the Justice Department, which Donald Trump essentially controls, and that he got rid of the problem, Jeff Sessions, who the one decent thing that he did was just recuse himself. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy is not recused. It feels like the seeds of a cover-up are here. <laughs> it it feels it feels like the seeds mm. of a cover up is here. Her point was that we can't we can't trust this. We can't trust this. And that's why Congress needs to investigate. Now, I would just like to remind everyone that it was just a few months ago during the Kavanaugh hearings that Congress themselves said We're not capable of doing an investigation. That's what the FBI is for. We insist that the FBI do an investigation because we're Congress. We can't conduct investigations. That's what the FBI does. So now, after two years, 40 FBI agents and millions of dollars, now Congress is saying, we don't trust the FBI they they not they can't do the kinds of investigations we can do. I just like to remind you. Just throw that in. Hello, Pat. I love the calls for an investigation of the investigation, and then <laughs> after that investigation, I want to investigate the investigation of the investigation. Amen, brother. Right? You know what? No one ever expects the Spanish <clears throat> Inquisition. I'm just <laughs> saying. We- uh, and really, it, it's it's all meaningless in the end because Yuri Geller's controlling all of this stuff. And uh, wait a minute, I think it's high time people knew that. <laughs> wait, the spoon bending guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still spoon alive. Spoon bending. He's still alive. He's still alive. He's well. He lives right. in Israel, and he just wrote an open letter to Theresa May because he wow. doesn't want Brexit to happen. So he was the Russian guy, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, he's also, uh, I think, a Jewish person that lives in Israel now. So. Oh. Well, he's a Jew. He's a Jew. Where's so the news in this? He's, he's running the world. What a surprise. Planet. <laughs> yeah, he controls a, a Jew running the world. No news there, NBC. <laughs> he says, dear, dear, my dear Teresa, we've known each other for over 21 years. You visited my home in Sonning, where you also lived. Three years before you became prime minister, I predicted your victory. Oh, my God. When I showed you Winston Churchill's spoon on my Cadillac, which you asked to touch. It's all wait, about the spoons wait, here. Wait, it's really spoon-related. Spoon it's wait, always... We got to get Jeffy and Pat on this. Uh, <laughs> hang on just a second. Because he showed her Winston Churchill's Churchill spoon, spoon on his Cadillac. On his Cadillac. She asked to touch it, and I guess that predicted her victory? No, we should know. That's not the exclusive way to win an election. <laughs> right. Uh, but touch it is my spoon. most common. Yeah. Touch my spoon <laughs> in my Cadillac, and it'll all... Really, now I you think, mock. Hashtag me too is happening here. (laughs) (laughs) You mock, but his power, as he points out, has been validated by the CIA, MI5, Mm -hmm. and Mossad. 
Uh, and, this- and strangely, uh, strangely debunked by the amazing Randy. <laughs> so I thought I'd throw that in. On the other side, though, the National Association of Realtors has accepted it. <laughs> Although they will not allow him to be a realtor because no. only, only realtors can be members of the National. Right. right. Well, so. but four out of five dentists. So let's, yeah. let's settle okay. this. Let's go ahead. The CIA apparently concluded at one point. This was back in 1973. As a result of Geller's success in an experimental period, they had an experimental period. Uh We consider that he has demonstrated his paranormal perceptual ability in a convincing and unambiguous manner. It is easily verifiable. Just look at the official CIA website. I've influenced many high-ranking officials around the world on one occasion. I love this. Senator Claiborne Pell, uh, then the chair of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, directed him to bombard the mind of Yuli Vorontsov, who was the Soviet Union's chief nuclear negotiator, to influence him telepathically mm-hmm. to sign the Nuclear Arms Reduction Treaty, which he did successfully. He did successfully. <laughs> he did successfully. Wow, that is great. So, in other uh, words, we even back then we had people like Maxine Waters in Congress. <laughs> yes, and we just didn't know it. <laughs> we just didn't, we just okay. didn't know. Okay. All right. All right. I feel psychically and very strongly that most British people do not want Brexit. I love you very much, but I will not allow you to lead Britain into Brexit. So he is right now with his mind controlling (laughs) Theresa May in uh, a non-Brexit mode. Seems to be working so far. It does, doesn't Mm it? Hang on. I I mean, who are we to to cast aspersions on it? It, They haven't left. Hold on. I think I'm. Are you getting something? I'm getting getting something. It is definitely from Yuri. I'm not really? sure who it's directed to. It's mm. I really have to go potty and I don't want to get up. <laughs> I don't know if that was supposed to come to me or what. <laughs> but you think it was uh, from I, Yuri? I think it was from Yuri Geller. Wow. I think so. Wow. So he might All be right. he might be still in bed. And uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going on there. Is that an old joke? Is that what that is? Are you saying he's old now and no, I'm not saying in control even of when I was a movements? kid, I didn't want to get up when I had to go to the bathroom. I've never wanted to get out of bed. I I worship worship the life of Charlie from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the grandparents. Oh, they just laid in bed all day? I love that. Mm -hmm. And as soon as there's chocolate available, I'm out. I'm out of bed. But until that, Charlie, can you bring me my soup? I'm there. (laughs) A lot of people in a lot of small beds, though. It was a very cramped environment. There were four people, and I don't want to sleep with, uh, you know, the other other ones. Especially in that era, people did not smell very positively. It's no. a ton of ambition, though, Glenn, that I think you're showing here, and it's it's made me proud. This is right? it really has. This yeah. is directly from the Tony Robbins meeting last week. <laughs> yes. like, you got to yes. go for what you believe. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> do it, just do it, just get in bed and stay right. there. Stay there. I can hear him something, something like stage, that. He's yeah. like, stage, what is blocking yeah. you from your goal? And I'm like, work. And he's says, like, go to bed. bed. Just go to bed and stay there. <laughs> Part of um, it was a, your translation of what he said, but I mean, that's pretty. He said, go for your goals. Right. You will only go to bed when the pain of not going to bed outweighs the pain. <laughs> exactly. Of, yes. Exactly. So. so he's like, imagine your life, the worst parts of your life that could happen by you mm-hmm. not accomplishing your goal. And I'm thinking, my feet are sore. <laughs> you know, uh, I. I, I'm old and still mm-hmm. out 
trying to get the damn car to start in the cold mornings. You know, (laughs) I'm I'm visualizing that. And at some point, I'm going to bed and I'm never getting out. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Pat. Let me know what uh, happens with Yuri Geller. Will you? Don't uh, don't take that lightly. You can get all your Yuri Geller updates on the Pat Gray Unleashed podcast every day. (laughs) Who knew he was even alive? Still. Pat. Well, that's what. And apparently Theresa May. Mm hmm. Touching his spoon, fondling <laughs> his spoon on his car. Does he have it welded onto the car? Is it like a hood ornament? What is Winston Churchill's spoon on my Cadillac and you asked to touch it? I think that's code. <gasps> oh, that's Theresa May may be a Russian spy, too. Let's investigate the investigation of her investigation on that. One. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, look, I, I want you to know that things have changed. If if you are um, if you like eight hundred page books, and I can hear everybody in the audience oh. right now going, "Oh my gosh, Glenn, you got an eight hundred page book you want us to I've read?" I've been looking to erase a month of my life. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, then you should read uh, uh, Surveillance Capitalism. Oh, it's tremendous. Every single page, all 800 pages. <laughs> Tremendous. It actually is a very freaky book. I disagree with a lot of it, but when you really understand what surveillance capitalism is, it'll freak you out uh, because it's happening right now. And it is to predict you 100% of the time. They can predict what you're going to do. That's their goal. Predict what you're going to do. Well, I don't want anybody predicting what I'm going to do. And they're doing it. They're getting that certainty by following you everywhere digitally. So here's the thing. You want to make sure nobody's following you? You want to make sure nobody's able to predict you 100% of the time? You need a virtual private network, a secure VPN. Norton has been in cybersecurity forever And they're the people that will actually do this. I mean, Facebook just put out a VPN and then quickly pulled it back because they were like, oh, people didn't like the fact that we're following it. No, that's the point of a VPN, you dope. Anyway, it starts at three dollars and thirty three cents a month with an annual subscription. You don't wait on this, please. Everybody. The future is blockchain and VPNs. So please. Go there now. You just download the app. Uh, you put the passcode in, and then you're online, and you don't have to worry about it again. It's Norton.com slash VPN. Norton.com slash VPN. This is the Glenn Beck Program. good to see uh, michael buble last night back on the road he was in dallas if he's coming to town make sure you see him uh he is i brought my kids i brought the you know the teenagers um they had not seen michael buble before and uh it was time and my son was so great he, he was like you know dad i really like the nightclub field i thought that was really great and i'm like you're 14 man what is um but uh he's he's great i think he's changed i think he has you know he he talked about how he was um uh wanting to get out of the business he didn't think he'd ever come back he said because towards the end right before his son got so critically ill uh he said all i could think of was the money 
because not because he wanted to, but because the pressure was getting so big. They kept saying, Michael, you've got to do another hit. You didn't sell this arena out. You got to sell the next one out. And he said the pressure was just there that all he he lost sight of what he was doing on stage and it lost all of its fun. Well, that's what makes Michael Buble great is he enjoys it. Yeah, you got to love it. Yeah. And and uh, and last night I just sensed a change in him. But when he's singing, man, uh, he was loving it again, loving it again. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I was was that woman in the audience. He pulled somebody out of the audience. Oh, yeah, and did the, yeah. And uh, said, everybody's a shower singer. He was setting up a bit. Mm-hmm. Everybody's a shower singer, so uh, who wants to say, and everybody raised their hand. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people raised their hand. And he just said, you. And she sang. She was good. She was good. I'm always a skeptic on those things. I feel I feel like they're always picking out the really good singer out of the audience that's, like, set up. Yeah. I'm well, a constant it's believer before. it's a plant. Yeah. You know? It's happened before. It has. I You know, yeah. so I don't know. Yeah. Um, I would definitely recommend if Michael Buble is in town, you you go and see that instead of going to see the movie Us. That really? I definitely suggest because Us sucks. Really? Yes. It's awful. It's getting all, all I'm hearing reviews about, and All I'm hearing uh, about is it's the next Alfred Hitchcock. He's no. the next Alfred Hitchcock. It sucks. I mean, Jordan Wait, Peele, wait, wait, wait. Did you see what was the movie before it? Get Out? Yeah. Yeah, I loved Get Out. I thought yeah, it was really good. I didn't see good. that movie, but I hear great things about it. You liked it. You would like, yeah. The audience, there, there's parts that the audience would really appreciate, too, because it was okay. all about kind yeah, of your, I know, I know. Your Obama liberals yes, uh, who, who yeah. said they're just not racist at all. But, but in the end, yeah. there was a hint of it. You so might have detected this one. Uh, yeah, this one is, is I just, and again, I liked his last movie. I just feel like Jordan Peele is in, the, in that moment where he can do no wrong uh, to critics. So they have to say anything he does, anything he touches is good. So what's the, what's the Rotten Tomatoes? It's like ninety four percent or something. That's why With I want the to audience. See it. No, no, the critics. Uh, oh, critics wow. are ninety. Who looks at the critics. I look at the critics because the critics will at least get you to that low hurdle of competence. Usually, like at okay, least the so movie's done. The relatively critics are well. the critics are the also. You look at the movie score. You mm-hmm. look at the audience score. The audience. You look and at then <clears throat> and then if it's low. You may look at the critics because you're like, oh, well, I don't know. Is it a kind of an artsy thing or something like that? Right. Or, and so if that's high, you know, okay, there's a problem here. Uh, Or if the audience is high and the critics are low, you immediately go, okay, wait a minute. Is this a film that would appeal to normal human beings right because you'll your blockbusters your kind of standard horror right. movies always have a higher Correct. audience score than the critics what's the score. what's the audience score of this one marissa 71 that yeah so that's that's wow, telling you that's art a, see, yeah that's telling you art house city isn't it yeah it's when telling you, you something <laughs> yeah no it's probably telling you more about uh, the times we live in Right, because that's almost like a statement. There's like some racial statement in the movie or whatever. I mean, honestly, oh, it was. Uh, I mean, uh, the acting was just uh, agonizing, and oh god, it was just not good. It was not a good movie. Uh, but there's some statement, and Jordan Peele is. Uh, you can't say anything bad about him right now. Um, well, he's black. He's got. He's an important every... black director. He's breaking down barriers, and I he's like gotta, that. Is I swear yeah. how they rate these movies. What is the intersectionality of the people involved? Like Black Panther, well, we know, I saw a clip of Black Panther, and I I know I hate uh, I these hate kind of movies. Yeah, I hate these kind of movies, superhero movies, generally speaking. But I saw about fifteen minutes of Black Panther. That it was 
terrible. No, it wasn't. Absolutely no, you don't have a, terrible. You don't have a good opinion on any Marvel things. You just, you're out of step. And you might be in step with a lot of people who hate those kind of movies. No, but I, I you like, don't like some of them. Like, yeah. I like, you know, like, I liked Iron Man. I like the first Guardian of the Galaxy, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, but, like, you, but you but generally I mean, no, no, hate I may have seen. I will say, I, I allowed the idea that I may have just seen the worst 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah, I mean, be. But it, it was just like all, it was just them, you know, the typical uh, you know, chase action scenes, which were just, I've seen them a hundred thousand times now. Yes, the same yes, scenes. Yes, yes. And then in, in, in intertwined with really bad, cheesy, wise ass lines. Like, uh, I thought it was, it was, it was a was fun movie. Like, oh. I just go into Marvel movies just but for fun. It doesn't matter. But the point is, it doesn't matter if Black Panther was a good movie no, or not. I agree. You, with you must love it. I agree. You must. Whether you love it or not, you must love it. And that's what this is with us. By the way, if you are going to a movie this weekend, please see this movie. See Unplanned. Mm. It is so important. This is the film that could change everything. Bring your kids. Now, it's been rated R by the MPAA, but it is not a rated R movie. It's not. It has no swearing. It has nothing no in sex, it. No sex. No swearing. Nothing. This is a political reason to stop this movie from being seen. I'm going I'm going to where nobody likes to even go see PG-13 movies. And that's in Salt Lake City this weekend. I'm going to be at Thanksgiving Point. One of them at 6.30, and uh, then the other one is in Sandy, I think. Go to Megaplex. Go, just go to glenbeck.com and find out. But I will see you there for Unplanned Friday. You're listening to Glenn Beck. I'd like to not boycott APAC. I'd like to speak at APAC someday. They don't want to hear me, but I would love... <laughs> I wouldn't boycott them. Uh, anyway, uh, let me tell you about our spotlight. Uh, last year, the Manhattan District Attorney's Office released the grand jury report noting that law enforcement had received 2,000 complaints of deed fraud. Uh, and almost every case involved a faulty notarization. You get a fake notary, which you can buy online for like 20 bucks. Uh, and you go down to the courthouse, you forge signature on a title uh, transfer, which you can get just at the courthouse, and you fake the notary. You own somebody's house, and you can do anything with it. 2000 in Manhattan. This is really a problem, and don't let it happen to you or your parents. Please go to HomeTitleLock.com and make sure that your title still is your title and remains that way. Get your $100 search for free when you sign up, and then let the professionals, the only ones in the business that can do this, Home Title Lock. Let them take care of it and take care of your family. HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. You're not going to believe who CNN blames Michael Avenatti on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've already said it in your mind, but wait to hear the story come up. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. <laughs> I'm telling you, God has a sense of humor. And how he is laughing today. Yesterday, on the day when the media was 
freaking out because, wait, he's not being indicted? He's not going to prison? We promised he would go to prison. He's done something wrong. We know. We know he's done something wrong. No. Uh Uh-uh. Okay, on that day, Michael F. Nadi is indicted and is going to possibly prison. Uh, He's out on bail now for extortion, embezzlement, and bank fraud. Wait until you hear CNN spin on this story. Coming up. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh, okay. I can't wait to get to the story. So I'm going to rush through this. I just want to make sure that you know if you're trying to sell your house, realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. But where should I go if I want to sell my house? com. Yeah, but I'm a buyer. I'd like to buy a home. Realestateagentsitrust.com. I just like to creepily hang out and like real estate agents. Don't go there. Okay. Go someplace else. Maybe directly to jail. <laughs> Other than that, realestateagentsitrust.com. They'll get the job done for you. All right. Let's get into the program here. Uh, so... Michael Avenatti. Now, Michael Avenatti is the kind of guy that you're... The first time you saw Michael Avenatti, did you not go, okay, that that guy's shady. You know exactly who he was. You knew exactly. You would not have even bought a car from this man. But what did the news media do? Huge credibility they assigned to him. Michael Uh, Avenatti, uh, and a respected attorney from Los Angeles. He's visiting Iowa. He might be running. (laughs) (laughs) I do believe that actually happened not that long ago. I know. He was arrested yesterday on charges of bank fraud, embezzlement, and extortion. Now, before I bring John Miller in, uh, he is the host of the White House Brief and our, uh, our, our White House correspondent for Blaze TV. Here's the CNN spin. Trump created the environment in which someone like Avenatti could be taken seriously. <laughs> Avenatti's fall proves there is only one Donald Trump out there. That's incredible. Incredible. That's incredible. That is contortion. Oh, my gosh. Guys at CNN, you're responsible for Michael Avenatti. You put him on as a credible guest. Why? Because he confirmed your bias. He was saying the things you needed someone to say. So you didn't care who said it. And you brought him on every single oh night. I mean, it was had to be, what, three months oh, of almost oh, every night on, on crazy, cable news. Crazy. So we have John Miller on, and I have John on just because uh, I can't wait. When are you going to the White House? When are you going to be in the pool again? When, 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 when? <laughs> so I'm actually just leaving. I was there this morning just kind of gathering sources and, and talking to people. Um, it's, it, it's depressing, and that's really all I can say. They don't want to admit that they're depressed. So they're kind of playing this game where they're saying, oh, there's other stories out there. Trump's DOJ is trying to take down Obamacare. Isn't wait, that wait, 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 wait. <laughs> there are other stories out there. We can get them another way. No, wait a minute. The story is you've been wrong for two years. You've been wrong and you've been lying to everyone for two years. I mean, CNN, you talk about CNN. They've been, I think they spent over 2,000 hours talking about uh, the, the whole non-story that turned out to be a complete hoax. 
But yesterday, Glenn, I went on uh, your TV program and said, I, you know, I think they're so upset because they are, uh, you know, they, they, they are liberal activists. And for them, mm-hmm. this has been completely destroying their narrative. I stand by that. I think there is another element, however, and having talked to some quote unquote journalists, I, I, I think that it's important to say this. This was their story for two years. And they honestly, they showed up to the White House every single day thinking that this was going to be their Woodward and Bernstein moment and Mm -hmm. that this was going to be the name they made for themselves and they were going to take down this president and that's how they were going to make their mark on the world. We are the journalists who took down the Trump presidency. I mean, the fact that that didn't happen and this is basically over is devastating for them. And you want to hear what, you know, the liberal journalists are saying. You just have to listen to the Democrat politicians because they sound exactly the same. And they're in denial. They're, you know, they're, they don't trust William Barr's report. They, has the White House seen the report? Is William Barr's judgment on this? Uh, should we accept that? Does this have something to do with Trump's DOJ? Eric Swalwell's out there saying there's, there's still evidence of collusion. So that, that's sort of the line they're towing. But, uh, but, but it, uh, it, when they can't get that, then they're going back to, well, there's other things we can talk about. How do we cover this up? Unbelievable. Hang on. I'm looking for the, uh, the cut sheet. Here it is. Um, Tom Perez. Listen to Tom Perez. Now, he's with the Democratic Party. Listen to what he said yesterday. We know, in addition to the fact that the Russians tried to uh, meddle, they did meddle in our investigation. We, we know that his campaign manager, his deputy campaign manager, his, his lawyer, uh, Papadopoulos, uh, Stone, all of these people were having contact. And so the, the question for me that remains is, was he compromised? Why did he say that he believes Putin over the intelligence community? Why did he talk about leaving NATO? Things that put our national security at jeopardy. Why doesn't he release his tax returns? Why okay, were they stop, so stop, hell stop. I love this. I love this. And then and, 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 and his tax returns. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like he, a word salad. Those tax returns, his taxes, he's corrupt, Russian puppet. Yeah, and, and how about his hair? What's the deal with his hair? <laughs> I mean, it's crazy what they're doing. Listen to what he said. We, he had all these contacts, and and and, and we, we have to know: was he compromised? No, no, that was what the investigation was. Well, why would he be believe Putin over the intelligence agencies? Because if John Brennan is any reflection of our intelligence agencies, it turns out that he was right not to believe them. I mean, you got Joe Scarborough saying, oh, John Brennan, were, were you just like us and you were given, you know, maybe not so good information? And John Brennan was like, well, yes, it turns out the information we were given wasn't, uh, wasn't as uh, good as we thought it was. You're, you were the former director of the CIA, dude. I mean, you cannot just get away with okay, so, life, you know, so, I guess it was wrong. So hang on just a second, John. Follow this like because you're a very logical guy. You, I mean, you went to Columbia University. So you're a very logical guy. Help me out on this problem. Two things. First, uh, on the intelligence committee or community, uh, John Brennan said that he was uh, committed treason and that he had it on good authority that this was going to come and he was going to go to jail because he's a traitor. Okay, then yesterday he comes out and says, I had bad information. At the same time he's saying that, the media is hammering Donald Trump because he said we should have an investigation on our intelligence community. Well, if you're the former director of the CIA 
and they're telling you, yeah, he was definitely, and they turn out to be wrong, wouldn't you be calling for an investigation? Shouldn't yeah, John Brennan be <laughs> joining Donald Trump on that? You would think so, but I, I think at this point they're such partisan hacks that they just don't, they're not even thinking logically, they're just sputtering out of control. I, I mean, the, the whole thing, and they should investigate where this thing started, because the whole thing was based on a dossier that has been discredited from day one, and John Brennan actually used that dossier to launch an espionage campaign against all of Trump's people. So, uh, I, so at, you know, whether or not you can trust the guy, I think that's out the window. And the entire intelligence community has been, and including the guys at the Comey McCabe FBI, they've been essentially conspiring to get Trump, for lack of a better term. So I think it is fair to say maybe these guys aren't the honest brokers you thought they were. Maybe these guys should be investigated. All right, let me ask you one more question. And this I'd like you to ask your friends in the press pool there at the White House. When they start saying, I know, I know they're not. When they start saying uh, Congress wants to look into all of this, Congress is calling for uh, their own investigation, and they want access to this because they they claim today and yesterday, they're claiming that they don't have to do the kinds of investigation that the FBI does. They have special powers, and they can do special things that the FBI cannot do. I would like you to ask them... Um, if you believe that, then how come you didn't say, wait a minute, during the Kavanaugh hearings when they demanded there had to be an FBI investigation because only the FBI could look into things. Congress didn't have the power to do investigations like that. Are you saying that there is some hypocrisy? Are you just saying, no, I'm not saying not hypocrisy. Just there's no logic here. There's a, there's they've no just, logic and no honesty. No honesty. I will ask them that for you. Yes, please do. Please do. And John, my phone line is open to you at any time. Okay. I, I just want to hear. I want to hear uh, all of the sad tales from the White House press room uh, as you see them squirm and sob. What'd you say? I think, I, you know, that you just see the different stages of grief. So as they walk through them, I'll try to walk Please you in Please do. Your There's seven. Well. There might be 17 stages of grief for them. I don't know, but I want to enjoy every single, every single stage. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Uh, that's uh, John Miller from uh, The Blaze TV. Uh, he's the host of White House Brief. Really, really, really sharp guy. Uh, you can you can watch him every day on Blaze TV, and you can uh, uh, you can also uh, 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 see him on my show last night, uh, where he was he was kind of giddy. I'm just saying, just maybe a little giddy because he is in that cesspool every day in the White House. All right, real quick, and we're going to come back. LifeLock. IRS warning taxpayers, businesses, tax professionals, watch out for predators phishing. That's with a PH for personal information during tax season. If scammers get their hands on your data or a previous tax return, they can use that information to fill out their own returns. If you file your return after the scammer, the IRS is going to say, sorry, (laughs) somebody's already filed in your name. Yeah, wait, but wait, you're the federal government. Help. Who do I go to? 
the FBI. Who do I go to? The pre- okay. Tax season is prime for scanner, uh, scammers, and here's who you do go to. LifeLock. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock is identity theft protection for tax season and beyond. Join now. Get 10% off your first year. Use the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or head to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK and get 10% off now. LifeLock.com, promo code BECK. Get 10% off. 10 seconds, station ID. All right. Uh, The movie, Unplanned, is coming out this weekend. Uh, We have an unbelievable podcast to go with this. Uh, This is the the story that I think is going to change everything. I really do. It's going to, if you bring your kids to it, and I don't mean your little kids, if you bring your teenagers to this, they will never, ever look at abortion in any other way than it's murder. This is a great true story about Abby Johnson. And Abby is, uh, she was on the show yesterday. She's doing a podcast that you have to listen to on Saturday. Um, I've got her on my uh, podcast list for Saturday. And she, she is, this is an amazing story. She came at this having two abortions, going to Planned Parenthood to volunteer because people were, you know, in, uh, you know, the Grim Reaper suits, you know, pointing and yelling at these women going into Planned Parenthood. You're a baby killer. You're going to hell. And she thought, "Eh, you know what? I know if that's what Christians are, I don't think I want anything to do with them. And she was Christian, but she had two abortions and she just wanted to protect. Well, Planned Parenthood saw that she became the the employee of the year for Planned Parenthood nationally. And then she had an experience. She actually helped with the ultrasound during one of the abortions and it changed her. And I'm telling you, it's going to change you. It's a great movie. Um, there's nothing in it that is offensive. It is tough to watch that one scene. It lasts about 20 seconds, but that is the scene that you need to see. And your kids need to see it because it will change them forever. The movie is called unplanned. It opens all across the country this weekend. It is vital that you bring everyone, you know, to this, this movie, this movie is a game changer and it needs wider distribution. And the only way that's going to happen is if it's a big weekend, this weekend, it's, it's, you know, MPAA has already done a number on it, made it rated R that should be, that should tell you enough how effective this movie is. Cause it's not an R movie by any stretch of the imagination. Now, I'm going to Salt Lake City. I volunteered to go uh, because my people, the Mormons, we don't we don't generally go to rated R movies um, and we look for things that are uplifting, blah, blah, blah. And the rating of, of this movie could kill it in Utah. And so I have been on the phone. I'm I've I've invited everybody I've I, I know um you know, can can we get Donnie and Marie there? Can they? I mean, what do we need to do? Um, 
Uh, and I'm going to be at two different theaters. I'm going to be at Thanksgiving Point, and I think that one is at 7.45, the showing. Does anybody have that? Yeah, I got to hear him. Thanksgiving uh, Point, 7.45. Yes, and Jordan Commons at 6.30. At 6.30. Go to megaplextheaters.com if you'd like to see a movie with Glenn, and let me tell you how enjoyable it is. No, I'm I'm not going to talk all the way through it. And no, that's true. You won't be. Oh, this is unlike, a really good part. This is where she... I'm not going to... Unlike anyway. when you actually go to a movie with Glenn, he won't talk all the way through it. I actually don't talk all the way yeah, through I've it. Yeah, I've been to movies do. with you. And, uh, yes, no, you I do. don't. Yes, no, I don't. you do. No, that's I exactly don't. what you do. Nope. But this one, nope. he'll talk before it, all right. which will be even better. <laughs> anyway. uh, that part's fun. Anyway, Jordan Commons, Thanksgiving Point. You can go to megaplextheaters.com, megaplextheaters.com, and reserve your seats if these sell out, we will go to uh, we'll open another theater and we'll go again. Um, I really want to do everything I can. This is kind of me beginning to make up for all those years. I was silent on this because and this was a quote much to my shame. This is my quote. I can't carry any more water. Somebody else has to carry that water. That was wrong. That was wrong when it comes to life life. Mm-hmm. That was absolutely wrong. Um but it, it, it will end, I believe, in our lifetime. And God's doing something. And he's doing it all over the world. And this, I think, is part of a movement that we have right now. If we strike while the iron is hot with this election, where they are actually talking about killing babies that have been born and just letting them die because they're undesirables. The Nazis didn't even allow that. The people who voted for Hitler, this is a test. And your children need to solidify what abortion is. And there's one thing about talking about it. There's one thing about understanding it. There's another. And this is why it's got an MPAA rating of R. There's another to have your kids watch this. And in 20 seconds, they will never view abortion as a choice. I promise you. So please join me. I don't care where you are. Go to the movie theater. If you happen to be in Utah, I'm going to be at the Jordan Commons at 630 Thanksgiving point at 745. Please grab your tickets. Then uh, on Saturday, I'm flying, uh, flying out to uh, be with um, uh, be with Chuck Norris uh, and his wife We're going out to the ranch and family's going to spend a, a day or two out with uh, Chuck Norris. Oh, very cool. And I think that might be because uh, one of my protectors saved Chuck Norris's best friend's life on Saturday. It, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I was upstairs. We're coming down to his big um, uh, charity auction for Kickstarter kids. And uh, it was in Houston. And uh, one, I had a protector that was training and so he was waiting down by the lobby and he happened to be standing in this group by chuck norris and gina and and all of their friends and this guy who started karate with chuck in 1962 so they this is before the martial arts things really take off they were the pioneers of it and he's one of his best friends he drops dead right before this gala event and just is talking to chuck and then just boom and his eyes are open and he's dead and nobody everybody's just freaking out nobody does anything well the guy that is is one of my protectors in training he notices nobody's stepping up and so he just takes charge and he says 
points to somebody in the crowd. You call 911. You go find the uh, um, a, uh, AED uh, from the hotel and bring it here as fast as you can. He does CPR on this guy for three minutes. They bring the AED. He connects it, zaps him, and the guy comes back to life. He'd been gone. He was dead. They put him into the ambulance. This is when I come down and the elevator just comes down and I'm walking out and I see him and he's in the sea, uh, you know, this crowd and he's got his jacket off and uh, he, he sees me and he starts coming in. He puts his jacket on, straightens his tie and he's like, uh, sir, your table is right over here. And I said, <laughs> what's going on over there? And he's like, nothing. It's somebody just uh, had a heart attack on the way to the hospital. Like, it was no big deal. Oh, wow. Really amazing. Really amazing. Uh, When you need CPR training, it's really good to have it when you need it. Uh, Or at least be around somebody. So everybody should be around somebody that knows CPR. (laughs) You don't need to learn it yourself. What, are you going to put your mouth on their mouth? I don't think so. Yucky. Doesn't somebody here know how to do that stuff? You're listening to Glenn Beck. All right. Sitting here in an X chair and loving every second of it. It is not your typical office chair. This is more like a recliner. It is. Uh, Now, if you don't want to fall asleep, I guess you could put like a pin in the bottom of it or something. Uh, Just a just a. Oh, whoa. I'm (laughs) awake. Uh, It is really a comfortable chair and has all the back support and 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 every all the support that you need. I mean, this thing has more adjustments on it. I don't even know how to use it. It's the chair is smarter than I am, but I'm not going to say that totally out loud. Most chairs are smarter than you are, though. This chair. This one definitely (laughs) is. And I'm so whispering it because I don't want the chair to hear me. Anyway, you can get it right now. It's great. You can get the X basic model for $100 off or as low as $28 a month with 0% financing. Order today and get a free footrest as well. All you have to do is go to xchairbeck.com. That's xchairbeck.com or call 844-4X-CHAIR. 844-4X-CHAIR. Make sure you use the promo code BECK. Get $100 off and the free footrests. Glenn mentioned the movie Unplanned. It comes out this Friday night. He's going to be in Utah. Uh, go to glennbeck.com. Gives all the details on where he's going to be and when he is going to be there. Hey, we want to uh, congratulate NPR for uh, covering what's going on um, in Syria, northern Syria, where ISIS still has fighters there. Uh, We have rescue operations going on all the time now with the Nazarene Fund. We have we we just took in the last couple of weeks, 50, uh, 50 former slaves uh, of ISIS out. We rescued them. We've gotten them to safety. One of them uh, is this uh, boy who was carried out on the shoulders of his people, uh, and and we were we were there. NPR uh, just made him the focus uh, of something they did on their morning edition, and they did a deep dive. Thank you, NPR, for doing a deep dive on the Yazidi captives, the ransoms, the smuggling. They were talking about organ harvesting, uh, which. I think I'm the only one that's been talking about organ harvesting. It's nice to have NPR on this now, but 
O-U-R and Mercury One are the ones with the Nazarene Fund that have shut down a few of these organ harvesting, uh, I guess you would call them surgery tents. They're butcher shops. Uh, and we still have many to find, uh, and we need your help. ISIS is charging families $45,000 for the release of these. They sell the organs for $60,000. Uh, but they're willing to sell them. We're willing to rescue, but we need your help. Uh, just uh, donate at mercuryone.org or the nazarenefund.org. Also, if you are um, looking to help, Nebraska really needs your help. And Mercury One is already on the ground there. We were waiting for the floodwaters to recede. Uh, we have uh, trucks that have been trucking things in and feeding people now in Nebraska. You can help with that at mercuryone.org. And Ben Sass from the great straight state of Nebraska is uh, joining us now. Ben, how are you? I'm doing well, Glenn. Thank you for um, that shout out to the work you're doing and to the work a lot of other charitable organizations are doing really some amazing stuff of, of neighbors across the country reaching you know, out to our people. So, I th- thank you. I think it was your governor that uh, I heard yesterday saying, you know, uh, Nebraska, they know how to take care of each other. And, uh, you know, while we find it disappointing that the press isn't talking about this, you know, that's fine. We know how to take care of each other. Uh, and it, it must be frustrating for people in Nebraska that, I mean, it's like, is I mean, you were treated worse than Puerto Rico. Nobody's even, well, it's like Nebraska's not even a state. We need to put it in context how big this flood is, because since the media hasn't been covering it nationally, I think lots of folks just don't have any understanding of the magnitude of this. But I don't want to focus exclusively on, the negative. The no, I don't either. I don't either. Uh, or, or or the media's horrible job of right. covering this. Right. But, but the sort of stuff of neighbors, I want to make sure we get back to that because I, I have tears in my eyes every day in some shelter in Nebraska where you meet yet another family who had their house washed away. And when they got delivered to the shelter, they insisted on getting into the volunteer line. People show up at our shelters again and again and again, having had their homes washed away. And if their bodies are intact, they get in the volunteer line when they get to the shelter. So some really amazing stuff. But just to put the flood in context for people, by far the worst natural disaster Nebraska has ever experienced. We had a pretty big flood in 2011, eight years ago, that was sort of thought of as the 100-year flood. Um, This is an order of magnitude bigger than that. We have 93 counties, and 79 of them are currently in states of emergency. Oh, my gosh. So that. The town that I'm from, a 25,000-person ag town, um, is on the flattest plains you can imagine. And my town became an island for three and a half days. Um, and they had to start, we had to start airlifting in water and food and other supplies because there was no way in or out of the town. Well, when you're in a 26,000 person town, we have an, we have an airport. So it was pretty easy to airlift supplies in once you realize this problem existed. We have a lot of communities of 300 or 500 people and we go and find them. And, you know, everybody's been rescued now. I mean, every, every community can get in or out of their space now. But as you'd find some of these communities, there was no looting and lots of houses have been destroyed and people got together and created systems to share their food. 
and to, to sort of voluntarily ration in a whole bunch of these communities. It, the, the magnitude of the flood is really hard um, to, to understand. I've been up and down on National Guard or Army Corps of Engineer helicopters every couple days just to see what is happening as the floodwaters have started to recede. And Governor Ricketts and I, Governor Ricketts, who you mentioned a little bit ago, mm-hmm. he and I had the vice president in town last, I guess it was Thursday, and Pence was up with us. And Pence grew up in a town of 40,000 where everybody was washed away once in a flood. The whole town was wiped out. And as governor of Indiana, they had massive flooding that he'd experienced. He said he'd never seen a flood anything like this. When you Holy cow. Yeah. Holy cow. Um, I, I will tell you, there is something about um, my grandmother was from Nebraska. And uh, there is there's something about these farming communities that we have lost in the rest of the country that and i think it's because when you're a farmer you have to rely on your neighbor and god those two things don't come through for you you're toast and everybody knows that i might be having a great year but i got to take care of my neighbor whose crop was lost for some reason because the situation is going to be reversed down the road and so everybody really does take care of one another and it's so great we have a picture hanging in, in our dining room that my wife put up a couple of years ago. My wife's an Air Force brat, so more from born in California, but mostly from Alabama. And so when she got to Nebraska after we married and, and I went home to be a college president there, we had this experience where this 58, 59-year-old farmer dropped dead of a heart attack. And uh, it was you know three weeks from harvest. And his yep. wife looks outside a couple of weeks later, yep. and there are fifteen five hundred thousand dollar tractors harvesting all their crop yep. and just producing all the grain for her. And my wife has a picture of all these tractors in in formation in tandem in this lady's field on our dining room wall. I've seen it myself uh, as well, growing up in a farming community. I mean, it is it's remarkable. So, Ben, how can Americans help? How can we help? Uh, so, first of all, um, the, the United Way and the Red Cross are doing great stuff. And then, Glenn, you've been talking about your organization. So there's so many different um, philanthropies that are working. So thank you for that. How long, be- um, how long before you think this is? I mean, what's the rebuild like? You know, it's going to be years. Um, so uh, Omaha is on the central edge of the east side of our state, and most of the flooding was north central um, and, and northeast Nebraska. We also have some massive livestock losses in the western part of the state because what precipitated this whole thing is we'd gotten about 40 inches of snow in 60 days in January, February, which is a lot of snow. More how, than, how, mu- we get how much lot snow? Of, this was more than we have 40 inches in 60 days. Um, oh and God. then we had this thing called a bomb cyclone, which I didn't know anything about before, but it's basically when you have a hurricane effect out of a blizzard. And so at the edge of that blizzard, it's calving season in Nebraska is one of the biggest cattle yeah, states in yeah. the union. And so but you got a bunch of cows. Mama cows tend to be good at their job by the second or third time they give birth. But right. the first time they often don't it's really tough. know what they're doing. Yes. Um, and so you need to help and make sure they get baby gets hooked back up with mama. And so in the middle of a blizzard, um, the, the baby calves are 50 to 120 pounds. They can get frostbite if you if you don't have a rancher who knows how to help take care of them. So in the blizzard, you know, we have north of $500 million of livestock loss already just from cattle. Oh, my gosh. 
in the eastern part of the state where we now have flooding uh, in Omaha and south down the Missouri River. So the Missouri divides Nebraska and Iowa and then Nebraska and Missouri a little farther south. We're dumping sewage from 600,000 people straight into the river in Omaha um, because all the water treatment facilities are underwater. Oh we, we have stuff like that that's even before you get to the question of how do you rebuild levees uh, temporarily for just thunderstorm protection this summer. And then the longer term question is how are farmers and ranchers going to get to market uh, this fall because we have bridges washed out everywhere in the state. Oh, my God. So it's a multi-year recovery I think we're looking at. Holy cow. Um, ben, um, thank you so much. We we know prayers matter, and so we are praying for the people of Nebraska and uh, you and the governor and everybody else involved in uh, uh, in the rescue and, and rebuilding uh, process, which will probably sounds like everybody in Nebraska um, but we yeah. urge we urge you to give wherever you want to give Mercury One. When you give to Mercury One, one hundred percent of the proceeds go to what it's earmarked for. So if you earmark it for the flood in Nebraska, one hundred percent will go. We urge you just to go to our uh, relief uh, efforts on the site and just donate there at relief efforts, uh, humanitarian relief, and the money will go there uh, to help them out. All, all my best. Uh, to you and your family. God bless. Appreciate you. Appreciate you you covering this. You bet. Senator Ben Sass. Did you have any idea it was that bad, Stu? No. In fact, it wasn't until I saw Sass tweeting pictures of of everything that was going on that I had any idea it was going on at all. It really hasn't been picked up by the media. And that's not the big story. But it is, you know, when you want to heal over something like this, you kind of need the country to, to be aware of it. We have a lot of giving people who want to be interested in these things, and when they're not even aware of it, the media is focusing on you know whatever they speculate gonna, is happening in Russia or whatever. It's it's a it's a shame. Our know? farmers are already under so much pressure um, because of the tariffs to lose. I mean, what he said about uh, calves. You have to be there for the first calving. You have to be there because they don't know what they're doing, and it's. You know, after like the third, it's almost almost like people where and you have your third child. And you're like, yeah, they'll bounce. Uh, <laughs> you know, you just kind of you relax a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, and so, you know, babies just kind of like fall out of out of mom. You know, by the third one, they're like, ah, yeah, I just had another baby. Uh, but the first one and that's a lot of cattle uh, to lose. That will affect the economy that'll make your hamburger go up in price if you've lost that much uh in the cattle industry mm-hmm. really tough really tough go to mercuryone.org mercuryone.org and you better get used to this too um with all this global warming going on i mean the, oh. everything's going to be flooded all the yeah. time uh i yeah. mean it, i mean there's a huge story today Glenn. okay no 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 <laughs> No, I don't think I can handle a global warming story just yet because I have a recycling story that I also want to get to. Okay. Can we do that? Let's yeah, take a quick break and then we're going to come back. Springtime is here. Time uh, to take a look and re-energize yourself and refresh your home. Don't wait until you move. That's when most people do this. They wait until they move. Let me tell you something. Um, you're you're going to do this and you're going to say, this is the best thing we've ever done. Why didn't we do this earlier? It's really, really inexpensive. It's the, it's the cheapest thing to make the biggest impact in your home. 
Start small with over 15 million windows covered and 30,000 five-star customer reviews. Blinds.com, number one choice for custom window coverings. Whatever look you're looking for, they'll make it easy. The entire process, um, you, you get the high-end look with the lower-end price. Uh, and that whether you're looking for energy efficiency, whether you're looking for looks, shades, shutters, drapes, doesn't matter. The experience is a breeze, and the the lasting effect on your house, it's the biggest impact you can make. Free samples, free shipping, free online design consultation. It's 100% satisfaction guarantee. Where can you go? Blinds.com. Use the promo code BECK. You're going to save right now through April 2nd 40% off, plus an additional 5% off when you use the promo code BECK. 40% off at blinds.com on customer favorites and an extra 5% off promo code BECK. Blinds.com promo code Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, wait a minute. What do you mean there's no impact from global warming? Do you see what's happening in Nebraska? Yeah, all that snow came down and then it melted because of global warming. And now it's flooding everywhere. Exactly right. Which is really bad. And get used to that, not just in Nebraska, but everywhere. Everywhere. Everywhere across the world because sea levels are going to rise because of these glaciers. No place that's safe. There's no place that's safe. Uh, Key Glacier in Greenland has been uh, shrinking Two miles a year. Two miles a year. And 130 feet of thinning every year. Thinning. More than on top of my head. That's more than the thinning that has happened to me and most men in this audience. Mm-hmm. This is like male pattern balding for you the think, You think you mm-hmm. have... You imagine how the earth feels. It's like, oh, my, my, my ice is thinning. Mm-hmm. It's the growing old sucks. Mm-hmm. I've got volcanoes going off on my face. Okay, so it's been two miles of shrinking and uh, 130 feet of thinning every year since 2012, uh, which is obviously global warming. Um, One minor issue with this is that it has started growing at the same rates the last two years. Some scientists say they are surprised by this, (laughs) which is shocking. That was kind of a surprise. We kind of got used to a runaway system. The good news mm. is it's a reminder that it's not necessarily going that fast, but it is going. It is. And you might say, well, that's maybe a indication that maybe they weren't right on the global warming thing. No. Um, they pin the growth on a natural and temporary cooling and warming of parts of the ocean. Ultimately, it means that climate change will have a bigger impact ah, on oceans than okay, previously so reported. It was receding, mm-hmm. and now it's being replaced at the same speed. Yep. But that is only evidence that it's worse mm-hmm. than they thought. Yep. Wow. Just like this one. Mm. A giant chunk of ice. Size of Manhattan. Oh, my god! Could break off of Antarctica's brunt ice shelf and at any moment. There Glenn. is no mm-hmm. ice left. Yep. 660 square miles wide and almost 500 feet thick. It's going to be released into the ocean at any time. Anytime. It's no surprise. That the giant iceberg would eventually break off, says National Geographic in paragraph three. Uh, and they go on to explain a lot about it. And then they say it's not the biggest one in our Antarctica because there was one the size of Delaware that broke off a while ago. And unlike the dramatic ice breakups observed over the past few years on the Antarctic Peninsula, uh, this calving event is not likely driven by warming air or seas. So that's global warming. And by the way, mm-hmm. uh, and by the way, uh, the, 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 uh, the ice shelf in. Oh, uh, oh dude. Yeah, it's a, yeah, okay. It's a, the calving is 
part of a natural cycle. Yeah, mm-hmm. is yeah. what it, what it says. Not yeah. not global warming related at all. Yeah. But you did get that once if. Because you know what everyone does is they see a headline about ice breaking off of an ice shelf and they read down to paragraph 5, 6, 8, 20, 60 to make sure they fully understand <laughs> right. the entire story and that right. it wasn't at all related to global warming. I don't know why everybody has a problem with the media today. I mean, they're just doing their job changing the world. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Relief Factor, 100% drug-free, created by doctors with four key ingredients that will help your body fight against inflammation. That is the key to pain relief, is our inflammation. Um, you know, you, 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 there are like nightshade vegetables. I mean, if you really are serious about pain, you stay away from all nightshade vegetables because that causes natural inflammation. And that's really what causes pain. 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start go on to order more, which says a lot. It works. It's worked for me. Get out of pain. Get your life back. A natural way is with Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Call them, 800-583-84, or go to the website, relieffactor.com, and try it. Get your life back. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Okay. Imagine. Imagine you're in a party that loses with the worst, most corrupt candidate in all of American history. Hillary Clinton. Now, what do you do? You try to fix it, right? And you come up with a good candidate. Well, they have. The one that they're pinning all their hopes on is Joe Biden. Well, there's a problem with Joe Biden. It appears that he may be the most corrupt vice president in all of American history. What? We have that in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, let me talk to you a little bit about filter by. We are making it out of a brutal, brutal winter, and uh, the, the, the odds are that you have worked your heater to the max. That, that furnace has gone on and on and on and on, and you're about to switch from heat to AC. And to make what matters worse, allergy season is here. Now, this is one of those easy things that you can do that is really easy to forget. You can kick the can down the road if you're thinking it right now, but when your eyes are itching, you can't sleep, your furnace stops, your air conditioning doesn't start working, you are like, oh, man, I'm so unlucky. No, you're not unlucky. You're really not unlucky. This is something you do right now. It will have like four clicks and you're done. It's filter by. I want you to go to America's leading provider of HVAC filters for homes and small businesses. They have over 600 sizes, including custom options. They make all of the filters here in America. And to make things easier, you can subscribe and they will send you the fresh filter automatically. Plus, you save 5%. You can even pay with Amazon. So you don't need to fill out a bunch of forms and enter your credit card information. It's on Amazon now. 
filterbuy.com filterbuy.com subscribe today filterbuy.com and tell them i sent you All right, the uh, producer of a very important movie, The Creepy Line. If you haven't seen it, go to The Creepy Line. Is it .com or .org, Peter? Is he there? Peter? Yes, hey. Is it .org or .com, The Creepy Line? It's it's .com. Okay, thecreepyline.com. Everybody needs to see this. It's about the future and uh, how you're being manipulated by Google and Facebook and everything else. He is also, Peter Schweitzer is also the author of Secret Empires, How the American Political Class Hides Corruption and Enriches Family and Friends. Uh, We wanted to have him on. It's out in paperback, so you can grab this. But we wanted to get him on to talk specifically about Joe Biden. Now, this is a book that you wrote, what, three years ago or so? It was. It came out a year ago. A year ago, um, okay. Yes, a year ago, and I, I did your show then, and we talked about various people, but of course Biden has now resurfaced yeah. uh, as sort of the major candidate. Okay, so you go into Joe Biden, and I, 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 find, this, I find this hard to believe because you've not heard anything about this in the mainstream media. He's one of, you make the case, one of the most, if not the most corrupt vice presidential uh, uh, or vice president we have ever had. And yeah, that's that's exactly right. Spiro yeah. Agnew comes <laughs> comes to mind. We've had some pretty bad ones. Yeah, we have. There's no question about it. And the reason Joe Biden has been able to sort of maintain this image is that he does something uh, that I call offshore his corruption. And what offshoring the corruption basically means is, you know, he does not take payments from foreign governments and foreign entities. His wife does not, but his, his adult son does. And what that means is he doesn't have to disclose the business relationships, which are highly questionable, uh, that his son has uh, with all these foreign entities. And it's really highlighted by the fact uh, that these business dealings are exactly in the foreign governments where Vice President Joe Biden was the point person for Obama policy. And in fact, in one instance we know, his son actually flew with his father on Air Force Two to close the deal with a foreign government. So Joe Biden can't plead ignorance to this by any stretch of the imagination. So what kind of deals are we talking about? And, and go ahead. Yeah, we're talking about mind-boggling deals. So in December of 2013, Joe Biden is flying on Air Force Two uh, for a trip to Asia. He goes to Tokyo. He goes to Seoul, South Korea. But the main part of the trip is to Beijing, China. On the plane with him is his son, Hunter Biden. Uh, They spend three days in, in China. Biden is frankly criticized by the Washington Post and other entities for going soft on Beijing. He, he basically doesn't challenge them much on the South China Sea, on human rights, on trade policy. The most important thing that happens uh, happens 10 days after they come back, and that's when Hunter Biden's very small financial firm uh, inks a $1 billion, that's with a B, $1 billion private equity deal with the government of China. Uh, this is not a Chinese corporation. Holy. This is not an American company. This is the Chinese government. Um, it's later expanded to $1.5 billion. And here's the important part, Glenn. 
Hunter Biden really has no background in private equity, and he has no background in China. And this deal in the, through the Shanghai Free Trade Zone is unlike any deal that any other investment firm has in China. J.P. Morgan doesn't have this deal, Goldman Sachs. So it stinks to high heaven. And it's the first of a series of deals that Hunter Biden's small financial firm does with the Chinese government. It involves real estate deals. It involves the Chinese military. It's extremely troubling and, and really daunting to get your hands around the size and the scope of these deals that he cuts. Okay. All right. Hang on just a second. So, uh, I mean, I just want to play devil's advocate. Sure. What is his son's, I mean, there's nothing special about his firm. I mean, Goldman Sachs doesn't have it. That's pretty damning. That J.P. Morgan doesn't have it, but he does. He's got to have some expertise that 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 you've missed. <laughs> you know, I, I I understand exactly why you're raising that question, Glenn, because this is so shocking. But the fact is, Joe Biden, uh, when he becomes vice president, up until that point, his son Hunter is a lobbyist in Washington D.C. for online gambling entities. The point being, this this private equity deal with the Chinese government, uh, and again, this is the Chinese government giving Hunter Biden and this firm uh, the opportunity to invest what becomes $1.5 billion in Chinese government money. Um, And and he has no background in this area, and it's very clear that he doesn't have background in, in this area. But he's glad to take the deal. And again, if you look at White House logs, we know that there are meetings that take place with a couple of the other guys that are his business partners. There's a guy named Devin Archer, who's a longtime friend of, of Hunter Biden's Devin Archer, who uh, went on trial last year uh, for a, 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 a bond scheme that um, basically ripped $60 million off of the poorest Indian tribe in America. Mm. Um, it's, it's no, there is no conceivable path or way that you can justify the Chinese government giving this deal to Joe Biden's son, other than the fact is he is Joe Biden's son, and Joe Biden was the point person, Barack Obama said explicitly, the point person on U.S. policy towards China during the Obama administration. Okay, so there's one. (laughs) I mean, everybody makes a mistake once. (laughs) Is there any more? There are. Um, and, and here's the thing. Um, we, we, we've sort of scratched the surface on this. We know that there was also a dirty deal done in the Ukraine. So Ukraine, of course, uh, uh, you know, facing aggression from Russia um, in 2014. Now, this is April of 2014. So this is only four months after that Chinese deal is inked. Hunter Biden joins the board of directors uh, and is a advisor to a Ukrainian energy company called Burisma, and it's headed by two very corrupt oligarchs. I mean, these oligarchs, if you read about them, uh, Kolomoski and Zlachevsky, um, they they're, they're like out of they're villains out of a Bond novel, a James Bond novel. I mean, they're that um, uh, troublesome. 
Hunter Biden joins the board of these Ukrainian companies at exactly the same time that his father uh, is responsible for all Western aid flowing to the Ukrainian government. And that includes $1.8 billion that we pump in to the Ukraine through a entity called Privat Bank. Now, we give them $1.8 billion. A billion of that disappears disappears overnight. This is not in dispute. It's been widely reported. Here's the troubling part. Who owns Privat Bank? The same oligarch who has Hunter Biden on the payroll, who controls Burisma Energy. And let me add again, Hunter Biden has no background in Ukraine. He has no background in the energy field. He gets this position because his father, again, is the Obama administration's point person on policy towards Ukraine at this very, very crucial time. And they figure out the way to get favorable treatment from Joe Biden is to set up the sun with a very lucrative arrangement. I I know, I think I know the answer to this. Why is no one covering this? Uh, It's, it's, you know, it's remarkable. Um, You know, my view has always been in, in, you know, in light of the Mueller report, in light of the Clintons and Uranium One, that we ought to be looking at all questions of foreign influence on American politicians. And it doesn't matter. You agree with me. I don't care if it's Republican or Democrat or independent. All relationships, especially anything to do with China and the Russian bloc. Exactly. There's exactly right. And, you know, look, I very early on um, when when the Mueller uh, investigation was launched, I said, look, this ought to be looked at. Let's just find out what's there. And, of course, in my mind, it became pretty clear, you know, five or six months in that there was not a whole lot to that narrative. But my view has always been it all ought to be looked at. It all ought to be looked at. And in the case of Joe Biden, unlike the, you know, the allegations of Russian collusion with, with Trump, you have exchange of money, large sums of money. You have favorable policy decisions that Joe Biden is taking as vice president. Uh, and you have rival powers. I mean, China is a rival, and I would argue probably a bigger threat to America's future than Russia will be. Russia yes. is a declining power. Yes. Uh, and yet there's no interest, very little interest, in looking into precisely these types of arrangements. And by the way, Glenn, these are the only cases that we know of, Ukraine and China. We actually got access when uh, Hunter Biden's business partner, Devin Archer, went on trial in New York last summer. We got from the prosecutors financial records uh, that, that involved accounts that served as pass-throughs, and, and Hunter Biden was getting money out of these accounts. Flowing into that account is not only $3 million from Ukrainians and, and you know a million dollars from the Chinese, there's also, you know, these transactions that we don't know where they're coming from. There's, there's $1.2 million from some anonymous LLC run through a Swiss bank, a very small Swiss bank, which has been implicated in money laundering in 10 separate countries. Now, where's that money coming from? There's, there's money from a Kazakh oligarch. This is all money that's going into account where Hunter Biden is skimming off funds. And it's all occurring in 2014 to 2016, while his father is vice president of the United States and steering American foreign policy. All right, Peter, will you do me a favor? Could you write this up in the clearest and most dead 
um, dead to rights facts. So there's no speculation and yep. and condense what you have in the book just to like a page or so. And I'm going to ask everyone in the audience to get the book Secret Empires. It's it's out right now. Get the book Secret Empires. But then if you can write this for me, I'd like to send this out to the audience and have them send it to everyone they know and make sure that it gets into the hands. Everybody should flood the Democrats who are running against Joe Biden, because the only way this will be investigated or talked about is right now when they're trying to bump each other off. Here, here's what I'm going to suggest, Glenn. I'm going to give you the rights to um, copy the afterword of the book, which is, you know, six or seven pages long. And it's just bullet points of what we know about the flow of funds, who they go to and where they go to. Perfect. And you can send that out to your listeners. And this is not in dispute. Um, you know, Biden's response to me uh, only came when the Wall Street Journal did an initial report on this. And all he did was attack me personally. He didn't refute anything. And the problem that he has is the financial records, the Chinese corporate documents, they are all clear cut. This is not subject to dispute. The only defense that he has is to try to argue that his son got all these deals based on merit. his merit. And that's just simply not true. Um, do you have those documents from China and everything else? Absolutely, we do. Send yeah, those to me them. as well. I'd like yeah. every bit of hard evidence and send it to me. And then we'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk again. Peter, thank you so much. Um, hang on the phone. I just want to make sure you're sending it to the, to the right place. Uh, Peter Schweitzer, he has a new book, uh, and we'll have to it's talk to him paperback today. again. Yeah, yeah. it's mm-hmm. yeah, out in paperback. It's called Secret Empires. What we're talking about is the corruption of Joe Biden. These guys, the Clintons really pioneered this, but they have made this uh, being president. They've made it into a business. And Joe Biden is very, very corrupt. And the only time they will look into it is right now. Some people are smart with their money, Glenn. You know, the Bidens and the Clintons have figured this out. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, your writer, Jason, apparently has not. What do you mean? He's like, he comes in yesterday. He's like, oh, I was out, I was out right, drag racing my car this weekend. Drag racing his car? What are, you, is this, are we in like a, got like a an, 50s, like, yeah. uh, you know, gang? Are you wearing white t-shirts and have slick back hair? Got an old, I've got an old Honda Civic with <laughs> nitro in it. And he's like. And he goes, uh, yeah, and I, I busted my shaft thing that that, <laughs> that connects to a piston. That's the way I believe he describes it. Yeah. And I said, well, I mean, you know, how much is, is it expensive? And he's like, oh, yeah, it's really expensive. It's going to cost $1,000. I'm like, well, at least you have car shield. You don't have to worry about it. What's car shield? Jason, you listen to this it's show just, every day. Talk about it every day. Every day. How do you not know what by Car way, Shield is I, by now? I'm not sure Car Shield would cover your drag racing repairs. <laughs> That's a good point. I don't know either. <laughs> uh, but of course, you're so honest, you would admit that to them now, wouldn't you, mm. Jason? Uh, car Shield. <laughs> they make the process of fixing your car for a covered repair. Doubt drag racing is a covered <laughs> repair. Uh, and you can have your favorite mechanic or dealership do the work. Do not fall into the trap that so many people do. They've got, you know, a warranty that is expired now. They've got 150,000 miles on the car, whatever it is. And they're just like, well, if it goes, it goes. Don't, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. 
You can fix that car and you won't have to worry about a rental car while it's in the shop. They'll you know, 24 seven roadside assistance. They pay the mechanic. They get it done. It's car shield. Call 800 car 6000 800 car 6000 or carshield.com. Use the promo code Beck. When you do that, you'll save 10 percent. It's carshield.com. Ten seconds. Station ID. The, the this 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 Peter Schweitzer uh, revelation of Joe Biden is remarkable. Is it is it really it's really interesting. And, and he said his his only defense is basically to claim that you know Bo uh, that uh, Hunter Biden um, had uh, got all these deals because of merit. And I mean I think that's obviously a ridiculous response. One point five billion dollars yeah. and <laughs> Goldman Sachs and and J P Morgan Chase don't have this. They can't get these deals. The other side of it though, it's it's like we we're looking at it from the Biden side. Right. And we're saying this is obviously shady. He's going there because he knows he has influence and there's some shady deal going on. And we don't know. I don't think we have necessarily evidence per se that there is a exact quid pro quo. Right. Like where he's acted on behalf of these organizations. It's just a lot of connecting the dots. And Peter does a great job doing that. But you have to look at it from also the Chinese perspective. Right. You're there and you want something out of Biden. Who are you going to give the deal to? Mm-hmm. Right. Like they are even if they can't guarantee they're getting something out of Biden, they're going to. Why not? If we're going to invest a billion dollars anyway, why not give it to this guy? Because then we have the additional benefit of of all these things potentially coming through to the White House. It's why they always say they accuse Trump of this all the time. And it's not billions of dollars with Trump. They'll be like, well, you notice how every time some delegation comes in, they all stay at the Trump Hotel in Washington, D.C., Right. Right. And it's like, well, if you're if you're a you're a delegation from Saudi Arabia and it got to stay in a hotel anyway, which one are you going to? I certainly would pick the Trump Hotel, if, even if you're going to meet no with no impact at all. Even if you're going to just meet with yeah. the president just to be able to say, hey, uh, I stayed in I your stayed hotel. Tr- hotel. It was great. It was great. Just, uh, Every, Vice President it, Biden, you know, I, I've been working with your son. He's fantastic. Just being able to say that has a subliminal, uh, subtle effect. Without even a direct consequence, everybody is questioning. Uh, you know, on the on the left in the media, oh, how come how come he believes uh, uh, Putin over our intelligence agency? Yeah. Well, okay, if your intelligence agency, John Brennan, is giving false information, and it's and you know you didn't have any collusion, you knew there was nothing going on, and you're fighting against it, and the and the intelligence agencies are saying all these bad things about you that. Now, today, John Brennan comes out and says, I was just given bad intel. Well, yeah, especially if I am known as a person that if somebody says something nice about me, I want to say something nice about them. Mm-hmm. That's who that's who Donald Trump is. And he not just that, but he had reason not to believe our own intel, as the FBI now has proven. Who would you believe? You <laughs> But that's collusion. But this, this is not collusion. There's nothing wrong with this. Don't even look into it. You're listening to Glenn Beck. See, Chinese authorities, speaking of China, are uh, now, they're a little upset about unfettered access by citizens to information available on the Internet. It's just a little, one it's step crazy. too far, apparently. It's
It's crazy. And we are going to lose our ability to keep our information away from China soon. This 5G thing is going through. We're behind. We're behind. China is way ahead on this. And they're going to have access to every piece of information. This is really not good. You need a secure VPN. And the cybersecurity experts are Norton. And they are now providing a virtual private network that protects you and your online activity. So whether you're connected at home or on the Wi-Fi at the coffee shop, doesn't matter. With Norton Secure VPN, all of your online activity is totally encrypted. It's Norton Secure VPN. Just go to Norton.com slash VPN. Starts at about $3.33 a month with an annual subscription. It is Norton. Norton.com slash VPN. Norton.com slash VPN. Get this now. Look into it. Do your own homework. You need this. Norton.com slash VPN. Unplanned is a movie that's coming out this Friday. It takes on the issue of life, and it's very, very hard-hitting. Glenn's going to be in Utah with the movie. Go to glennbeck.com and see the details. If you're not sitting down, you should sit down, okay? Because I'm about to tell you some breaking news that uh, you need. Are you seated? I'm serious. You need to sit down. <clears throat> the all charges for the Jesse Smollett case have been dropped. Uh, the attorney's for Jesse Smollett said this was justice, blah, 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 blah. We don't know why. We do know, uh, we we think that the uh, the records have been sealed, so we may not know all of the details, but the prosecutors say, the prosecutors say, this was the only fair and just way to end this uh, this case. Wait, wait, you're the one who filed 16 counts. You're now saying there was nothing to that? It's tough. I mean, you know, we, we talked about this when the story happened, that yeah. story, cases like this don't typically end in punishment. You know, very rarely do they actually put people behind bars for things like this. Yeah, but th- when, this is... When they're small names, right? When they're people right. that they don't know. So, But this is different. This is mm-hmm. not... This is not there were 16 felony yeah, charges. Right. Those are big. And all of the charges have been dropped. Not that he was convicted. And then, you know, let's let's uh, drop the sentence. We're still learning as to what, what exactly happened. Right. It, it appears that there was a deal made between prosecutors and Smollett's people. Um, and it, it, some sort of deferred prosecution deal is, is potentially going on one of the interesting parts about it is that it appears at least from initial reports that he is forfeiting his ten thousand dollar bond payment um which may basically say okay these go uh, the charges go away and you're essentially being fined ten thousand dollars for what you did which obviously isn't that meaningful to a you know a big hollywood actor but it it would be a but you're allowed to claim i mean they're they're claiming now vindication vindication right and that seems like a travesty of of justice but here's here's why i said you have to sit down now it's our turn it's tuesday yesterday the left knew donald trump was guilty 
And they ran and said, that's a travesty. That's not true. Blah, 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 blah. When the report came out. Now we're sitting at basically last Friday with Jesse Smollett. We cannot do what the left just did with Jesse Smollett. Let's wait until we hear what happened. Yeah, let's see because what the facts are. I'm not listening to his attorneys, but I am listening to the prosecution. What does the prosecution say happened? Because the attorneys right now are making it look like he was a wronged man. And I, I, if that's so, I feel really bad for him. But he identified those attackers. And then we have them on tape buying the rope and the bleach where they're doing some other hobby project at two o'clock in the morning. A lot of people uh, do bleach roping. Right. Uh, that's one of those things. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's a hobby. No, sometimes the bleach and you got to tie it down as fast as you can. Mm-hmm. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, that you're going to need to fill out what did happen. They can't just seal this. They have to give us some explanation. There was a deal made or there was this. They can't just say, oh, nope, he wasn't guilty, and then leave it alone? What happens to those other two? If he's not guilty, are they guilty? <laughs> were they were they smeared in the press? What What's the story? Yeah, we're going to have to. I mean, look, it's just breaking. So yeah. we will, I, I, I would imagine there'll be some, uh, some reporting done on this. That's uh, amazing development. Over the next week or so, and we'll find out more. God has a sense of humor, <laughs> unless you're in Venezuela. Uh, then you might think that God has forgotten you. As we have told you in Venezuela, the Chinese, and nobody is reporting on this, the Chinese have, what is it, a destroyer? That's a humanitarian vessel. Okay. Um, the Chinese government has, has parked a humanitarian vessel right out off the coast of Venezuela. Nobody is talking about it. We've told you that Russia is heavily involved in this and has been airlifting gold out of the country and been putting soldiers into the country. And they just usually they do this through the military base. But they just landed a plane full of of soldiers and everybody else in the commercial airport. So they are advertising. Yeah, we're here. And they're basically putting the United States on notice as the way I see it. Jason, who is our chief researcher, former military intel, has a better idea of what this means. Jason, it, it, it definitely sounds ominous. Russians landing in Caracas. That sounds ominous. I don't think it's really meant to be ominous sounding to us because we know that they're not going to go to war in our backyard over Venezuela. Uh, at least I don't think so. Not yet. Um, but it's mostly, be, mostly more to be ominous towards, I think, the Venezuelan people and that Maduro still has a major power player in the world that's like backing them. Um, this was a I, I think it's a as far, as far as I can tell from the research, it looks like it was a scheduled um, kind of circulation of equipment and troops just to maintain the stuff that they already have there. Uh, Russia has been giving them military equipment forever and uh, like their S-300 missile systems. Mm-hmm. It's really complex and they have to go in there. They're the only ones that can maintain it and do stuff with it. But like you said, That's saying something when you have to have Russians maintain something because you can't right 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 <laughs> oh now i feel comfortable <laughs> wow um but it's it's mainly just to, so they can kind of like ma- maintain order there because I, i'm telling you russia is scared to death and they're like we are screwed in venezuela they uh venezuela owes about 11 billion dollars in military uh, loans uh, for various equipment they also owe well over six billion dollars in oil um, contracts 
Rosneft, which is one of Russia's main oil uh, companies, which is also a state uh, organization, state company, right. um, is um, heavily invested in Venezuela. They're doing about 40% of their largest projects right now, 40% owning stake. Um, they have a lot uh, you know, invested in Venezuela. And what they want for Venezuela is not to save them. What they want is for them to be, be remain perfectly as dysfunctional as they are. Because you know oil markets. What happens if Guaido becomes president? There's a huge uh, miracle. Everything turns, and the gates of Venezuelan oil just are flooded out on, on, on the world. Hurts them. It hurts them big time. And they have not gone away from... Uh, look, look, look at our own pumps. Even here in Texas, since the blackout happened a couple weeks ago, our oil prices have, have spiked up to over 240 which a lot of the current country is probably, man, I wish we had 240 a gallon, especially in California. I moved but to Texas. It was 70 cents. It, it just, and it's, and it's even when it's bad, it's, mm-hmm. it, it never gets up above that. Yeah. Recently, it was like, it was like a dollar 60 or something like that. Yeah. This Venezuela stuff happen, prices spike. They can't do that with OPEC anymore. OPEC's kind of like been neutered now. They, they, they can't really affect oil prices the ones that once they did. But Venezuela has the largest oil reserves in the world, more than Saudi Arabia. Russia is scared to death. And you also mentioned China. This is interesting because why the heck is China there? Um, it reminds me of a book that I read a long time ago called Confessions of an Economic Hitman by John mm. Perkins. Yeah. Heard of that before? Mm-hmm. So in that, he goes in and talks about what the United States did right after the Cold War, right when the Cold War was kicking off. So we'd go to all these underdeveloped countries and we'd say, hey, we got some great loans from the World Bank, USAID. We'll like give you, you know, good, you know, good rates and all these loans if you just like concentrate on this infrastructure. What it did was is it gave us huge political power. And if they ever defaulted it, we were like, okay, well, we'll just take that stuff and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll run, we'll keep that for ourselves. So basically we were able to, you know, do bloodless little coups in our favor all over the world. Mm-hmm. China is copying that exact same playbook. Mm-hmm. They're doing it all over Africa. They've seized ports after, um, like places in Sri Lanka, Djibouti. Yeah, and they're, and they are enslaving them into debt that there's yes. no way they can, payback and and countries what is the country in africa that has built a new parliament building with chinese money have you seen that one no oh my gosh this parliament building is crazy just crazy and there's no reason this country has a parliament building like this the chinese said no no no. we'll build it for you we're going to build this beautiful thing and just pay us back later they're approaching now debt that there's no way they can pay back the reason why is because they have all kinds of natural resources that well if you default on this i'm just going to have to take your natural resources they're raping the entire world and what's the natural resource that china's uh, worried about in venezuela big time oil again like we said the largest yeah, oil yeah. reserves in the world when they they've loaned ever since i think 2008 ish i believe over 60 billion to maduro and it's all it's all backed up with oil money with with the oil actual oil. That's what they get. Yep, they, it's real cheap loans, all right. all paid back in oil. Mm-hmm. China was very very happy. It was working for them mm-hmm. up until the oil prices like crashed. But when when they were uh at, they they were the same thing as in uh, that book I was talking about. They were given these loans, but they were given to Chinese companies to develop infrastructure within Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Their high speed rail all Chinese built, um, oil infrastructure Chinese built. Uh, ports, everything. Now they're just kind of at a standstill. They don't know what to do. China's very worried, but I, they're, I think, more worried about ensuring there's a peaceful transition. They're not going to war over Venezuela. They don't mm-hmm. want to. They don't have means to. They have no experience in doing it. They're not going to do it. 
They're more about doing what we did, using the power of the purse to influence. And that's what they're doing all over the world with the West with 5G. They're putting in all of the communications devices. So your computer, your phones, every bit of the Internet, everything will be run on, if they have their way, 5G from China. They can turn that off. That's not even the biggest threat, but they can turn that off at any time. So, oh, I guess you're not want to play ball with China. Okay, no more communications. Uh, They can turn it off at any time. But more importantly, they control the flow of information. It all goes through them. You do not want your enemy to be. Would we have ever taken any 5G technology, any telephone service? And and imagine the government saying, hey, Ma Bell is going to use, you know, Provcom. And uh, it's that's the big Russian telecom service. We're just going to use their service, you know, their their infrastructure here. We would never have done that. Never. It would be suicide to do that. That's what's happening to the West. It's it's kind of amazing. If you think about it, they're just copying our strategies. Yeah. From the Cold War all the way up until the invention of the Internet. That's all they do. That's all China is capable of doing is copying and stealing. They have not proven themselves to be real leaders in new thought. And, and how could they be? How could they be? They're trained from birth to think the same. We are not. They're trying to make us <laughs> all think the same. But that's our greatest strength is we have diversity of thought. And that allows us to create the things that China and other countries like that just cannot create. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate it. Let me tell you about Relief Factor. If you have pain, uh, I I understand. I understand. Uh, pain can be really bad. Pain, two years ago, would have stopped me from going to see Michael Buble last night. Uh, and I would have had to listen to Stu in the break going, oh, he was so good. It was so good. Yeah, I wish you were there. Would yeah. have been great. Oh, Shut man, up. you missed out. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Can't uh, even torture you anymore because of Relief Factor. Thanks a lot, uh, Relief Factor. Yeah. So here's the thing. I mean, you're, you're going to be able to get out of pain. You're going to be able to do the things that you want to do. Um, there's no reason you have to live this way. There's not. Relief Factor, it reduces the inflammation. I always think that all this natural crap is just that crap it's not going to work this is not this is working with your body so your body can fight the inflammation and that is the main driver of pain so relief i mean unless you have a broken leg or a bone sticking out of your skin then that probably is the major factor but relieffactor.com relieffactor.com try it for a three-week quick start do it now call 800-583-84 800-583-84 or relieffactor.com This is the Glenn Beck Program. It could be. Uh, We're just talking about the uh, Smollett case uh, and and why this may have been dropped. And there's some good reasons, I guess, if you if you if you believe that. if you believe that uh, sometimes you have to do things that you don't want to do because there are worse outcomes uh, for Chicago, I think one of a, a worse outcome is a guy who's effective with the media uh, dragging the Chicago PD's history uh, through the mud. Now, if you want to talk and you have evidence of something they're doing right now, 
go for it. But if you're going to drag up stuff from the past, you could really divide that city. And that's the last thing the city needs. Right. And the argument is, you know, look, he has no priors. Uh, it was not a violent crime. You know, and it, it would cost a fortune to prosecute it. So they made him pay 10,000 bucks and it's over. I mean, I, look, it's I don't like the outcome. Him. I um, don't either. Yeah, but I, don't either. I can understand the reasoning of the police department or at least the prose- prosecutor saying, like, we're going to have to deal with, you know, ridiculous attorneys making this into the biggest thing in the world. It's going to yeah. cost us millions and millions of dollars to taxpayers. Sure. Just make him pay a bunch. Make him pay a fine and we'll get we'll let it yeah. go. I, I would have I, I would have, you know, I hope somebody was in there, you know, begging for can we have a little bit more if if they thought that they had him dead to rights if they were wrong on this if he's innocent he should be able to come out and say hey i didn't do it and we should all listen to the evidence because we don't try people we try them in a court of law we Mm -hmm. don't do it in in the public square so if he is indeed innocent uh we we should all take note of that if it was a deal well, then that's that's a different that's totally a different, different story. I mean, I, and we've complained about this many times. People who fake uh, hate crimes, generally speaking, get nothing and famous or not. Who was it we were talking to that did a study of uh, hate crimes uh, and they did the the, the hate m- crime hoax, the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And did the most uh, narrow look at hate crimes, try, basically giving real hate crimes the benefit of the doubt, mm-hmm. okay? And found that, what was it, 70%, something like that, of all hate crime uh, cries are hoaxes. They're fake. There's a professor, an African-American professor who wrote yeah. the book, by the way. Um, and uh, yeah, he said a huge percentage of them are fake. And and the reason why they continue to happen is because of issues like this Smollett case where they don't go after it. They don't treat it like it's a real crime. I mean, it, it is, you know, changing the yes. way the, you know, the, your tax dollars get spent with policing and all these other things. Yeah. It does cost yep. us, our society, a lot. Yep. And there, it's very little done to stop it. Well, it's been an interesting two days mm. of the week. Yeah, uh, two you know, days. it's only Tuesday. Two days, Jesse Smollett is uh, let go, and uh, Donald Trump, everybody is uh, sad on the left because he's not a traitor. (laughs) You make sense of it. You're listening to Glenn Beck.